never sleep and barely take a nap. Niggas beefing cause it's at a stack. Caddy faster than a Hellcat. Make them feel the presence and they fell back. I ain't been at the crib, I've been chasing this gold love. So I'm moving around. Uh, focusing on it, I want it like it's a drug. Got a crib by the time, stay on the low. Now they ain't try me before, but I read it. There's something to know. Dipping the Jeep in this four by the four. And I keep a little something to blow off your doors. Pay with me, hope. Mentally been on my note. Eating, we never gonna choke. Niggas ain't talking about nothing. They really just blowing smoke. They hold over a joke. Take you the truth. Truth, this shit is a lie. You ain't inhaling, you faking them high. Stuck in the low when you barely get by. Snapping and chatting is when you fly. Cause of that acting, you buried alive. Hope that that piece of yourself can survive. Easy to see when you open your eyes. Niggas be grown, falling victim to pride. Too late, we gone. Pocket be full of that strong. Smoking this shit all alone. Got to be weary of who you gon' let in your home. Or smoking your cone. I got me another, took two to the dome. I tell you, I'm zoned. Sitting at home, but my nigga, I'm gone. Ain't on the but I feel like I've flown um. Coming up quick, stun like I just hit a lick. Yo, bitches run to the dick, and she was dick. Try to have fun when I hit, but she gon' run from my shit. Going too hard, fucking you only live once, and I always be talking to God. Stay level headed when I'm doing business with frost. Always be dodging the loss, I'm like a boss. Hit at a level I'm up, used to be all on the bus. Now I just ride through the night with three hoes in my truck. Took out the top, nigga, what? Smoke in the air, let the wind blow in their hair. Way that I play isn't fair, taking it there. This type of player is Ain't not too blessed to care. Took me a minute, I figured it out. Really embody the shit that they bout. Really be living the life that they rap. Only the beast and the mic is my trap. When she we with me, she switching the style. She a chameleon, these bitches is wild. Got us from Stussy and rocking the vans. Telling the partners that I was a man. Bitch, you alive. What is you high? Took me a no from a pimp till I die. About to get ghosts, I'll be back in July. Doing the most with the tears in your eyes. Doing I'm blind. Know that I'm one of a kind. Nothing you never gon' find. Only repeating myself when you press rewind Ain't with the waste of the time nah. Welcome to, uh, I don't know if I want to call it episode one, because it's not really episode one. I guess you could say it's episode one of the audio version. Um, But shit, I guess welcome to episode one of the Problem and the Solution Revamp. Uh, I'm your host, Drizzle. Um, I decided I want to do something different. Honestly, actually, it's going to be two shows combined. I'm taking the problem and the solution, and I'm taking Drizzle's stamp of approval, and I'm gonna form them together. I'm just gonna problem and solution is gonna is gonna is gonna eat. <laughs> Drizzle's stamp of approval is gonna be like a segment. It's gonna be like a, uh, I guess you would say a feature thing that I'm gonna do throughout problem and solution. Uh, probably either at the end or, or throughout of the episode. I haven't decided yet, <clears throat> but what I'll do, I'll play my stamps songs that I'm giving a stamp of a uh, approval to. And that way I can still keep both shows because ideally when I was doing them on YouTube, it was more so of a trial run. Um, I went back and forth if I wanted it to be a YouTube show. I went back and forth if I wanted it to be an Instagram TV show. 
um, in a format which I just did clips and things like that in that nature. But I went back and forth with it. And what I decided was that um, I kind of had this, I don't want to say a love or passion because I don't think it's gotten to that point yet, but I do enjoy the podcast. Um, and I know people in the past have gotten it kind of misconstrued of what I do with the YouTube show because I call it a YouTube show, but people, it's a podcast, 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 which podcast can mean various different things, video podcast, audio podcast, whatever. But what I do is more so of an interview and a showcase. So I don't consider it a podcast, which is why I never just made it strictly audio, which I thought about at one point, turn the interviews into a podcast. I said, nah, I'm not on camera with the people. So to me, I wouldn't want that to be labeled as a podcast. That's is an interview based YouTube show. Speaking about opinionated facts. So when I <clears throat> brought up the problem and the solution as a show and Drizzle stamp of approval as a show, they were a little bit too similar because it was just me on the fucking camera. So it's like if it's if it's just gonna be me on the camera getting my shit off or playing music or whatever, like it it, it looked like two half empty glasses side by side each other that are both your cups. Why do I have two glasses that I have empty? So I said, you know what? I'm going to put them both together under one umbrella. Drizzle's stamp of approval will have its own little mini umbrella underneath the problem and solution, but problem and solution, the problem and solution will be the parent show podcast per se. Drizzle's stamp of approval will be featured slash co-show, whatever, undercar, whatever you want to call it, but it's going to be a part of it some way, shape, or form. Um, I'm still going to play music from unknown artists. Um, that was also another thing, too. So the last episode of Drizzle Stamp of Approval I did, after I did it, <laughs> I got an email from one of the people. I'm not even going to say, you can go back and watch, but I'm not going to say who it was. But I got an email from one of the artists and they told me to never ever 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 play their music on my shit ever again they didn't like what I had to say about their song that they sent I thought the song was ass okay it it wasn't personal I didn't attack you as an artist Um, I said kind of what I can kind of see the good side of the song was but I kept it I kept it honest it was trash to me wasn't for me whatever that's how you feel. That's how I felt. I'm not mad at the person. Cool. Whatever. I probably don't want to never hear another song from you ever again anyway. But nonetheless, they sent that email, and I got to thinking, like, damn, like, I am kind of, I'm giving honest feedback to people, and people know that when they do submit, because I've had many disclaimers that I'm giving honest feedback. <clears throat> I'm not trying to be negative. I'm I'm going to be. I'm going to get the pros and the cons. Now, if it only happens to be one pro and it's at 12 cons, then I'm, I don't know what to tell you. But that's just how I see it. So I got to thinking, like, damn, like maybe that is kind of a little harsh. And I don't want to be a harsh guy. I don't think I'm a harsh guy. People tell me, people tell me I'm an asshole. I don't think I'm an asshole. Whatever. So I say, you know what? I don't want to come off as that guy because I'm not that guy deep down. But I still want to be creative. I still want to critique music. I still want to give my review on music in a sense. But I also want to let people into my musical world and be like, yo, like that guy has a has a has an ear for good songs. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna do problem and solution, turn it into a podcast. 
I'm going to feature Drizzle Stamp of Approval, and pretty much what I'm going to do, I'm going to play three or four songs probably at the end of each episode, and I'm going to just be like, yo, this is, this, is, this, this is one of my stamps, and I'm going to play it. Let it rock. You know what I'm saying? Like some, something cool, something different. But uh, shit, I guess for today, man, since it being the NBA trade deadline, um, I don't necessarily want to talk about the trade deadline, talk about the trades. Um, I want to talk about what these trades, well, I guess we are going to talk about them, but I want to talk about how these trades are setting up for the playoffs and how I feel like the moves that teams are making within the, between the last couple of weeks and probably the next week, because I think it's buyout. So a lot of people, players about to get bought out, like Drummond, like a JJ, um, a couple other players. They're going to get bought out. Then they're going to sign with contenders. Like, that's just how it usually goes. Um, I want to talk about the Lakers. And here's the reason why I want to talk about the Lakers, people. Um... Not only am I not a fan of said organization, but people who know me know that I don't – I'm not a LeBron fan. But I feel like – this is how I feel. I feel like one or two things are going to happen. And I could be wrong. Very seldomly wrong, but I could be wrong. I feel like that with Bron and AD missing, because Bron is slated to miss the next four to six weeks. Lakers play about four games a week. He could miss the next 12. Let's say he, he could miss the next 12 to 20 games. Let's say he misses 16. Without AD and without Brian, for the next 16 games, potentially, the Lakers could lose 12 of those. Easily. Easily. Your, your best two players in your team are Dennis Schroeder, who's good, Montrezl Harrell, and it's a toss-up between Kuzma and the Morris twin, to me, without AD and without LeBron. That ain't getting it done out west, not for 16 games. Um, and there's rumors that they could pick up a drum and drum and gets bought out. Let me tell you all something. I like Drummond. He's a big guy, 7 foot, 6'11", rebounds. He, he's going to score in the paint, rim protector, whatever. He can give you 20 and 10. His 20 and 10 ain't moving the needle for y'all without Brian and AD on that roster. And let's say I do pick up Drummond. Drummond's not going to play his immediately. He's going to probably miss probably like two or three games, you know, to buy out and uh, physical and all that shit. So he's probably going to miss two to three games today. Lakers could probably lose those three games. They get Drummond. Probably take a couple games, get acclimated. He might stop y'all from losing 12 games and knock it down to, to nine. Nine or ten out of 16. He's good. But I feel like getting Drummond and not having Braun there, not having AD there, it's almost a useless pickup. Because if these two guys aren't going to be there, we're picking this dude up for nothing. And then we don't make the playoffs because I'm a, the, the way it's looking right now. The Lakers are like what three and a half, four and a half games above the Spurs, um, and the Spurs are the seventh seed out west right now. Like I said, the Lakers could lose ten of these next sixteen games. They could end up being in the ninth or tenth spot for the, the play-in spot. Now, I will say this: if they get in that play-in spot and AD and Brian both come back and they're both healthy, AD could be an eighty, eighty-five percent AD. 
nobody's beating them in that playoff, the little playoff uh, playing game situation. But I feel like this, if AD was to come back and the Lakers do make the playoffs, I personally think that is grave danger for him to possibly get hurt again. Excuse me. Um, If you look at it, we just had Boogie. And AD was in that game. Like, he was on the floor with Boogie when this happened. You got Boogie, KD, and Clay. Three stars, three top 15 players, top 20 players over the last four years suffered an Achilles injury. Boogie never returned to form. We don't know what Clay is going to really look like, even though we 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 have an idea he'll probably be fine. He's he, his game wasn't really pretty, you know, wasn't really based off of being athletic per se. Um, so he's he's a shooter, he's a defender. Like he probably will lose a step defensively, but shooting wise, we expect him to come back where he left off at two years ago. But coming off ACL injury and missing a whole year. And then coming off an Achilles injury and missing another whole year, it's the unknown. We have expectations in a sense, but the result is unknown. Then you have KD. KD, unicorn. It was his off leg. You feel what I'm saying? Freak of nature. He's a one of one. Probably never, ever get another Kevin Durant ever again. Like, not even remotely close. I think the closest thing we got is Brandon Ingram. And Brandon's cool. He's an all-star. He's not Kevin. Um, we saw how he returned. 30, was it 30, 90, 50, 50 club? Like, whatever the fuck it was. Nuts. But he's missed the last 20 games with a hamstring injury. I know the hamstring is not your Achilles. It's not your calf. But it's 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 all connected. It's all part of your leg. So maybe the Nets are playing it a little little safe. Maybe the Nets are being a little, you know what I'm saying, lying and not telling us everything about how bad the injury truly is. We don't know. We don't know. But we know that nine times out of ten players don't bounce back from that. Like, everybody's not Kevin Durant. More dudes end up coming back like how Boogie came back. Kobe tore his in his 30s. Roshan his in his 30s. He never was the the, the the Kobe he was prior to that, which was a, a perennial all-star still. He fell off. He was he wasn't a shell of himself, but he was he was he was getting there. And that was the one thing that Kobe didn't want to do was retire as a shell of himself. Um once he got hurt, I think that prolonged his career because I feel like Kobe was probably a year, maybe two from hanging it up. And then once he ruptured his Achilles, he was like, nah, I ain't going out with no injury. I ain't going to, yeah, I mean, they got me fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they got, Kobe wasn't going out with no injury. So we knew once he came back, he's about to probably play another two, three years, bro. He's not, he, he's not, he's not retiring due to injury. He's too good of a, of, of, he was too good, good of a, a player, too great of a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could say he was ego, a, a goddamn egomaniac, whatever it was, but he was too great of, of that that you needed for him to, let it all come down to he tore his Achilles, so he's done for it. Like, nah, I'm coming back. 
Like I'm Kobe, I'm Kobe Bryant. Like I'm better than ninety percent of the league on one leg, even though he, he's not. But that's how he felt. That's how he felt. So more players end up going out like Boogie after they rupture their Achilles than others. So let's say AD does come back. He feels good. Looks good. Look, he's looking like AD. And then he does that one jump. He does that one cut. Plants his foot just slightly wrong. Everything hits the fan. The whole West Coast is sick. All of LA is sick. Rob Palinka sick. Braun sick. AD sick. Maverick Carter sick. You want to know why? Because they played the short term game. AD's what, 27, 28? Can't play short term. He's the franchise, he's the franchise player that the Lakers had were yearning for before Braun got there. And Braun got Braun's still the best player on that team. Braun's not gonna be a Laker in LA for the next ten years. Brian got maybe three to four elite top top five, top ten player seasons in him. AD's gonna be around for the next ten to twelve. God willing. You feel what I'm saying? At least ten. At least at least you're gonna get at least eight to ten more seasons out of Anthony Davis. As long as he stays healthy. But if he goes out there, comes back too soon, and ruptures his Achilles, what was it all for? Y'all went through all that to go get an elite, top five, top three NBA player, won a championship, and then threw it all away the next season because you wanted to win that second one back-to-back so bad. See, and then it's going to raise questions of, well, did the Lakers go out there and get AD because they wanted to win and have a franchise player for the next decade? Or did they go out there and get AD just because LeBron was there and LeBron wanted to win and help his legacy? You know what I'm saying? I, I, look, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying which one is true or which one isn't. I'm just saying that you can raise those questions if that happens. So this is, this is what if, – if I was in the Lakers front office, we sit AD. We don't care if Brian comes back tomorrow. We don't care if Brian comes back in the next 30 – 35 days, whatever. We don't care. AD, we're sitting you down until we, until we feel like you should be back out there on the court. We want you on the court. We want you on the court right now, goddammit, if we could. But it's not what's best interest for you, and it's not what's in best interest for us. We're we're just going to call this season a mulligan. Niggas got hurt. Niggas got hurt. I'd rather say it is what it is this season after winning a championship and having a short turnaround. Nobody's going to blame you all. You all had 60, 70 days to get ready for season for the next season after you all won a championship. That's tough. That's tough. The body breaks down and happens. You need a break. Fuck it. 2021's a mulligan. We're going to see you niggas next year in 2022. Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. That's what I would do. But I, I'm not. I'm not a GM. I'm not in these offices. I don't know. I don't know anything, bro. I'm just a. I'm just a fan with the plan. Um, 
But yeah, that's it. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to go into this next topic. I might save it for the next episode. Um, I just wanted to, you know, kind of, kind of, I guess, touch on some things. Uh, not even some things. Just get something out there. Touch on the NBA trade deadline since it was today. Um, buyout season is among us. Players are about to get bought out. Um, things of that nature. Like it, it's 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 about to get wicked, man. The league, the league is the league is turning up, man. Especially with Rondo, Rondo going to the Clippers. Oh my! Look, look, I, look. I don't, I don't know about you all, but uh, if the Clippers are healthy, if the Clippers are healthy, and Paul George can at least be a solid number two for Kawhi and not come up short. That pick in Rondo is huge. Now, they lost Lemon Pepper Lou. They lost Lemon Pepper Lou. But, I mean, it, 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 they didn't need somebody coming off the bench and scoring. They needed somebody who come off the bench and run that second unit. That's what they need. They don't need, they don't need somebody who can, who can, who can uh, come in and maybe score 20. They, they need somebody who's going to come in, run that offense, do it correctly, and you know, set set them up because what they needed last year in the playoffs was um another point guard. Because Patrick Beverly wasn't gonna get it done. Kawhi doesn't talk. He's not really an extension of the coach. PG, nobody respects you, fam. Niggas like Trez ain't gonna listen. Like these dudes ain't gonna nobody respects you, bro. Niggas think you soft, niggas think you sweet. Like they think like you are you mentally fragile, all this type of shit, bro. Like niggas, niggas do not respect you, bro. So they needed a guy like a Rondo. Rondo's not gonna do much in this regular season. Hell, Rondo might miss the next ten to twelve games with the of a knee injury that doesn't really exist. Just getting ready for for the playoffs. So he can be ready for, you know, to become playoff Rondo for him. Um but that's what they need. They need somebody like a Rondo who's going to bark at Kawhi. Get your ass you know, on the elbow, PG. Hit the corner. Pat, shut the fuck up. Hit the corner. You know what I'm saying? Ibaka, hit that free throw line. You know what I'm saying? Get on the low block. Like, like they need they need that guard. If they would have had a Rondo last year versus the Lakers had a Rondo, too, then we'd be talking about the Clippers being, being the reigning champs right now instead of the Lakers. That's how important having a, a player like Rondo on a team when you have dogs and you have stars like that, but they 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 just need somebody to put them in a position to not only be successful, but shit. I mean, holding yourself accountable, being in the right spot, playing defense, doing like like the team, the second unit's gonna look completely better. I like I like that unit uh with the Morrison, Rondo, Batum. Like I I like those three being the lead or the forefront of 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 that uh of that second unit for real for them, um, so I don't know man it, it it's 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 we're gonna see, um, I'm excited though man like I'm excited and what about the Nuggets oh my God them you went and picked up an Aaron Gordon for the low for the low ski oh like if I'm Boston if I'm a Boston fan I'm looking I'm looking at Danny Ainge like bro what are you like what what happened. Like what happened? Y'all y'all could have got him for a bag of a bag of Boston baked beans, bro. Like like I don't understand 
how y'all didn't go get Aaron Gordon. If I'm a Celtic fan, I'm I'm pissed. And we still got Kimba. <laughs> we still we still have Kimba. Like we didn't do nothing. We didn't get rid of dude. We didn't send him home. We didn't buy him out, bro. We rocking with Kimba, and we didn't go get Eric Aaron Gordon for the low low. I'm looking at Danny Ainge like, bro, you, hey, I know they talking about Brad Stevens on the hot seat. I know they talking about Brad Stevens on the hot seat, but uh, I'm looking at uh, what's at, at, at Danny at Danny Ainge too, like, bro, bro, <laughs> both y'all gotta go. Both of y'all gotta go, cause this is, this is nuts. But um, that's probably all I got to to, to say. Man, I don't know what that was, but that's probably all I got to say for real about the uh, trade deadline. Um, I think I'm gonna jump into some music, and I think I'm just gonna get up out of here once I after I jump into it, maybe a track or two. But yeah, I think I'm think I'm cool, man. I think I'm cool. I hope this really doesn't last one night Cause I've been thinking about you Turned into all that I do Infatuated with what's all inside Just take a day off from work Enjoy this first class flight to my love We're so high above when you enter my love Flying high with the dust With the dust uh, In passion, come take a seat With passion, come lay with me The passion is in my teeth But I'm rational when I think Hit bumpy, look out two G's Just enough for some first class seats But when I match one with G's Or a flight for just you and me I painted a perfect picture So you won't be in the fall A gentleman and a mister With blisters hey. hey, this nigga Pinky Smoked this track Oh my gosh, bro I, I man, hey Pinky, bro, do you hear this, bro? I need another project, man. Yeah, of this, of this, this track, love, love, flight, you and Rosario, like y'all ain't got to do a collab project. Maybe do another song, but this, nah, this shit's fire, bro. Uh, we're so high above when you enter my love, flying high with the doves, with the doves.
Yo, that's uh, gonna be a wrap for episode one, man. Uh, yeah, bro. Like, like I said, I think I plan on making this a weekly thing. I might do it twice a week. I don't know yet. Just depends on how much shit I got to talk about. Depends on how often I feel like doing this shit. But definitely gonna turn this into a weekly thing. So be on the lookout, man. It's gonna be on all of your podcasting. Uh, was it DSPs? Your titles? Well, I don't know about title, but Spotify, Apple, Amazon, SoundCloud, all that good shit. I'm gonna probably throw it up on YouTube audio. Who knows? Man, I might start doing video clips here soon with it to go along with it. Um, other than that, man, I ain't got too much else to talk about. So I think I'm gonna play one more song that I deem to have a strength. Uh, not a strength. <laughs> But a uh, a stamp of approval. I'm trying to find it. Um, I'm real versatile in the songs. I like, man. I like a lot. Of, I like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of different shit. Honest, I'm gonna be honest. I think I'm the greatest playlist curator out there who isn't signed. Um, like nobody makes a better playlist than me. Like. I don't care who you are. Like, your shit's not fucking with mine. And that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. It ain't nothing. I mean, it's not too much you can say or do that can change how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to play one more track. And then uh, I'm going to get up out of here, man. So y'all, y'all be easy. And uh, shit, we out. Real sexy shit, you know? I tell a bitch I ain't no bottle pop, I'm a showstopper, you dig? That's neither here nor there, you know? Just try and get sexed up. I haven't left the spot, got the crock pots whipping like a master chef. And my lady ain't tripping, cause I'm clocking chicken. Rice like Huey Hell. But last month I was in Malaysia with a player bitch, kicking hella flavor in the stash house that had elevators. Paper talk, no perpetrator. That night made it do the percolate on my dick. And then flew back to the G side, cause this popping out in that bitch. Young show stop out in that bitch.
talking too much. Pay attention, baby. I got some game for you, love. What's a P without a vision? What's a hoe with no hustle? RPM in DC. Lobster my ravioli. I never talk about it much, but you a part of the plan. You could have fell in love with a trick, but you chose the man. $12 orange juice.